Welcome to Bible of a Bruise, deep thoughts fermented over time and text. I'm coming at you, Aaron Cruz, Viverka, and I've got Gumby. Hola. I've got Edward. Hola. <laughs> I've got Russ. How you doing? And I've got Mike. Howdy. Tonight we're going to be going over a vegan versus carnivore. It's the ankylosaur versus the T-Rex. Oh, I didn't even hear that one. Uh, paleontology. Paleontology. Yes, we're yeah, talking yeah. about dinosaurs. One of those ologies. Yes. So tonight we're going over all the ologies. <laughs> Every single one. This is going to be a long night. <laughs> so, but before we start on that, we've got Market Garden Pin High Pilsner. This Czech-inspired Pilsner is brewed with a blend of European pale malts and spicy Saz hops to form a crisp, well-rounded beer. Brewed in partnership with the Cleveland Metro Parks, a portion of this product's proceeds will be donated to support youth golf educational programs at Cleveland Metro Parks golf courses. It is an ABV of 4.8. Nice. Salad. Nobody <laughs> reads it like you, Aaron. Thank you, sir. Nobody. <laughs> I did think you, though. I saw a check. Golf skills or life there. skills? You know, you know as, as being you the check of the group. You are tested on the golf course <laughs> in a lot of, a lot of uh, facets. <laughs> So, Russ, yes, sir. being a consummate golfer, yes. how deeply ingrained is beer and golf? I think they're interchangeable, <laughs> at least how I play. <laughs> <laughs> so this does have, it, it's, it's heady. One it, begets it, the other, I think, though, because uh, so if you, if, unless you, even when you play well, you still could use a little bit of a... Uh, Licking your wounds with some beers <laughs> some liquid during courage. and after a round. <laughs> Might be a good excuse that sometimes. I gotta point out the can here. It's like custom. It's got texture. Pretty cool. Yeah. Is that a wrap? I love the fact they always have the uh, yes, the guardian. The the oh, guardian, guardian on top traffic. of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, it's a nice green. I like the forest green they chose. Pin high. What a great. And I'm I'm really feeling the pin high, you guys. Yeah. Just kidding. JK, Obviously, JK. Pin, pin. I don't know what that that's, is. That's the ode to golf. Oh, I ah, got that. Yeah. I like their mm. hashtag: beer for people. Oh, okay, that well, covers the couple. Right, right. keeping your options open. <laughs> hey, that's yeah. I didn't. I did not enjoy the beer for dogs. <laughs> but it was a lot more. Fun. It was an acquired. This is good. Yeah. This is this is like yeah. a is a very subtle. Is nothing yeah. in a punch in the face. Yeah. You know the ABV and. Yep. Yeah. But it's good. I... It, it has a nice aroma on the top end. It's it's not again not punch in your face, right? Right. It's, it's not a boxer's beer, right? Mm-hmm. I like it out of the can. See if I like it in the glass. It's All right. not uh, All right. Yeah. It's not. It's certainly not leaving any anything harsh Mm-mm. aftertaste wise. Like, no. Like a like a low end like Bush Light or Miller Light or something like that, where it's kind of like. Yeah. It doesn't have any dilution at all. You can know, you can really tell it's a, a crafty. Yeah, feel to it. It it it's it has a robust overtone, mm-hmm. but there's nothing on the back end to hit you, um, and that's that's good I think for a pilsner, right? So, yeah, I mean there's a you can taste the hops, you know. Yeah, for like a pilsner. in the yeah. high in the high palate right before your throat, that yep. part you can definitely get that. Yeah. I was just gonna say you get that hoppy taste, but then it goes right away. Yeah, so it right. Doesn't linger no, like an IPA. Not pale ale. 
I like the Cleveland Metro Parks thing though, yeah. and it's got like topography on there. Like that is pretty sweet. Yeah, it's like pretty nice. neat. It's a really cool can. Yeah, it's cool. yeah. and the Metro Parks. You gotta give them credit, man. They've really been hitting I home runs. Love the Metro Parks. Yeah, I mean, it's but one they, thing I missed when I left Ohio. The restaurants and the trails and all the investment they've done over the last five years have been hands down. Yeah, yeah. yeah Northeast yeah. Ohio is a great place for parks right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True that. Uh, actually, arguably one of the better in the country. Mm-hmm. So. And I think that was a good thing when they took over the lakefront. Hands down. Because it's actually <laughs> fun way and safe better. now. <laughs> Not that it wasn't safe before, but let's just... If we admit there were some things going reputation. on there, there was a few things going on there. Are you talking about the East Bank? <laughs> the flats no. or the... I'm, I'm more referring uh, to... The beach. The, the beaches. Oh, the, oh, yep. The oh, exactly. And, and I, I've always loved Edgewater. I've spent many a summer on it. But uh, there was a few shady things it's in the background. It's gotten better under. So. Yeah, no more syringes floating around. <laughs> yeah. Let's not, let's not, not unman not anyway. Spread the this. Syringes this is just going like everywhere. People <laughs> manning syringes, I don't know. <laughs> I got you, yeah. Right. It has a nice mouthfeel to it, too. It's 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 kind of soft uh, on the mouthfeel. It's, uh, don't yeah. say that. I just... Does anyone else? That's, just, no, that's a thing. Yeah, I've heard it more. Does it have to be a thing? I've heard it more. I mean, I know. I thought that was more like for. I've food. heard it more for like, wine. It's more for wine, no, mouthfeel. I think. Uh, um, I think, but it's applicable. I think you can get away with it. But it sounds a little okay, weird. Fine, it doesn't I'll take away from it. the so, weird factor. <laughs> sign up. Sign up for uh, your Cicerone. Okay, so there's Cicerone beer tasting classes. So. Mm. Alright. And they will go over all of that. In fact, uh, there's some free ones on YouTube. Market Garden is really awesome. Have you guys been there? Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, I really like it's it. It's been a while. Yeah, it's really cool there. Flavor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the nice thing. When you get a, a Pilsner that has a good flavor to it, something that actually says, hey, I'm a beer, That's. <laughs> it's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We must tip our hat to your people, Aaron. Thank you, sir. Well done. Yes, and histo- history, right here, ready? History lesson. Oh, boy. The Pilsner... Was mm-hmm. defined by the Czech people. So I thought you were going to say the Catholic Church. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were just the sponsors. <laughs> and our first religious reference of the night, right there. So. Might be the only one. We are. Yeah, we are Bible. Over I have Bruce, another one. So we I have, have another have one. That. <laughs> there is. There is another one that we brought up later. But and we did talk about that because Pilsner Lager. I was. I was always. Like which is which because sometimes they list like Miller Lite in a lager and sometimes they yeah. put it as a pilsner. So, uh, crew juice actually uh, educated me as to uh, which is which. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, and there, there's some of them kind of cross lines a little bit, but um, you know there are defined, you know, pilsner. You know. Um, Man, now there's so many crossovers. <laughs> well, yeah, now I'm sitting here really thinking, I'm like, hold on. Hold on, there's several crossovers in this one. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, what is it, bourbon? Like, it's only bourbon if it's produced in a certain right. state with a certain barrel. Yes, yes. But it's scotch if it's not, but it's the same exact thing, something like that. I know mm-hmm. I know the reference, but I have, like you, it's like, I know that, but I don't remember the exact detail. Well, like whiskey, is there an yeah. E or is there not an E? I'm going to eat. It only has an E if here in Kentucky or something like that. So get this, ready? If it's from Ireland or America, there's an E. If it's from anywhere else, no E. What? Uh, Canadian, huh? <laughs> yeah. My whole life has been a lie. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Wait, wait. What was that Your thing whole we... life has been a lie. <laughs> so in 
Canada, they don't put an E in whiskey. Do they put an A in whiskey? <laughs> oh! There's the bell. Outstanding. We're going to get emails about that. Oh, we'll definitely get emails about uh, that. What was that? Uh, the, uh, the Mandela effect? What was that one where you things that you remember your whole life, all of a sudden you can't remember exactly how they were? That's the Mandela effect. We were yep. talking about that the other night. <laughs> yes, Maybe that's what you're thinking. There's, all of a sudden you can't there remember. whiskey or is there not any? Maybe there always I was. I thought that was a false memory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so I think their whole E or no E, I think that's all the Mandela effect. <laughs> Sorry, we're twisting early. We're, we're gonna. Yeah, we are. <laughs> All right, so let's jump on into it. So there's there's a few a few topics that we presupposed, and they're gonna cross over each other. They really are. And, yeah, one thing's gonna lead to the other, and the other thing will be referenced back to the first thing. But there's kind of a, a couple of different topics that we wanted to venture into. Um, one of those I think was actually uh, just weight loss. So, uh, what you got, Mike? I think weight loss for me, so I, I'd like to give a little background, and, and I'd like to, you know, the rest of us here to kind of get background of where you stand dietary-wise, mm. and how I kind of came to be a defender of the carnivore diet. I'm not personally a carnivore dieter, but I do subscribe to a lot of what they believe, and I would categorize myself more of the anti-vegan approach for several reasons. This is a hard-line saying. I think everybody, I have no problem with a personal vegan I just have a problem with a lot of the vegan agenda that gets pushed out to the masses. So I do have to agree with you on that. I think there's way too much hate spewed uh, going in, 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 actually in either direction. Because I see it from both sides. I see the, the carnivore side demonizing vegans. And I see vegans demonizing the carnivore side instead of trying to people come to a, an understanding of what's actually taking place. So yeah, I agree. Well, let's yeah. pretend not to get along. Okay. <laughs> I guess from the... Excuse me. I bubble. I guess from the vegan side, my pushing my agenda doesn't end in death. There are a lot of things that don't want to die, so I'll, I'll start it with that. Yeah. No, so that's, 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 that's what pushed you towards more. Yeah. Are, my, you, are my, you vegan? Yeah. Uh, it's a slide rule. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm not as strong, but I was a vegan for a while, and then I'm vegetarian, so I kind of slide between um, vegan and vegetarian. And that's more, I guess, from, uh, I guess, lazy, for the lack of better. So, no, I was saying you're probably more, like, dairy. Yeah, I don't do dairy. Um, dairy. I, I don't do dairy. Uh, I do um, uh, I do eggs. Um, and then I kind of I kind of flexed here and there with fish every once in a while. Uh, but for the most part, like, you know, if, if it, it's an easy choice if you – Two plates in front of me and say one's vegan, one isn't. I'll go with the vegan one every time. Um, but just sometimes I'll be like, ah, ah, F it, I'm going to have this. Sometimes murder is okay for you. Uh, sometimes murder is okay, yes. Okay. Out of my convenience, yes. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> that won't come back to haunt you. <laughs> Edward. What about me? Oh, yeah. Dietary? Well, I'm, I mean, I eat meat. I probably eat too much. I eat everything. I've been eating <laughs> my feelings so since feelings. COVID came. I've been Don't eating eat the everything. can that the beer came in. Right. No, I mean, it does. It's a really nice can, but I'm We're not. We're lighting aluminum, remember. Right. We're I'm not going to with goat. <laughs> so this, you're on the seafood diet. You see it. Oh, uh, basically. You eat it. Yeah. 
I do not like seafood, though. No. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. But I will eat food if I see it. <laughs> gotcha. I've never met a cake that I don't like. Yeah. Anything like that. But that is a good I will point. spit I out when I heard you say that. I need to <laughs> rein it in. <laughs> I'm definitely a meat proponent. There it is. <laughs> and I, yeah, I like wings. Oh, as in you enjoy no, you not like fish. Like, I do love fish. <laughs> I, I, I don't feel good if I cut meat out. I think that's where I stand. Well, like as far as other people, uh, like so, I'm probably not going to have much input tonight because I feel like kind of a food libertarian, where it's like <laughs> you eat, you eat what you gotta <laughs> eat if it makes you feel good. Good for you. Well, in the vegans' defense here, though, or a very strong plant-based defense, I would say that I probably never gave it. Uh, a chance, so to speak. Well, that's what I was going to ask. How did you do it when you didn't? So You said you didn't feel good if you didn't. Chances are you so probably weren't getting what you should have. And I do intermittent fasting. Okay. So everything gets cut out up until a certain point. Uh, but I found one of the things that I first needed to kind of re- rejuvenate my body was, you know, not leafy greens. I needed protein. So, I don't know. Well, that's... that. that <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Oh, don't dive into it. Oh, my gosh. No. Weight loss. From First me. Aaron, though. Doors are open. From me. <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry. I, I like having energy after 6 p.m. Oh, we can touch on protein all day. Anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's that will come up, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, there has been a, quite a few studies done. I'm going to reference one here that was done. But you stand where dietarily? Um, so, dietarily, I am... Um, Currently, because I give myself long times to adjust, mm-hmm. long times. As you know, I was pescatarian for about three-ish years. I've been vegetarian for going on two years. Um, so as you can tell, it's taken me five years to get where I currently am, right? So maybe a little more. I'm trying to use my head for math, which is a terrible idea. Um, <laughs> and, uh, um, but... If we go back and look, it's about been a bit five-ish years when we get to this point. Because I like to give my body time to adjust to lifestyle changes. Hmm. I mean, I live a fast-paced life. Between my daytime job and telecommunications, I'm always out in the elements, uh, all hours of day and night. Um, then I also do, you know, we do Muay Thai. Um, and then, you know, plus whatever I do on the weekends, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I live in a lot of high-stress times. So I like to give my my body time to adjust to each diet change. And, so, and currently, are you 100% vegan? So, no. Now, my information will be based on veganism because I said you go hardcore, you know, carnivore, I'll go hardcore vegan, but really we're meeting closer in the middle. I'm, uh, I'm vegetarian, um, but I'd say approximately 60 to 80% of my diet on any given week is vegan. Okay. So I, that, I would give myself that ratio. And so... Russ and Aaron, what percentage are you leaning vegan because of uh, health health reasons versus animal suffering, animal rights? Like, what is your 50-50, or are you more just like, oh, it's a healthier diet, or is it going to save the... What's your main... I'll let Russ go first. I'm pretty much 100% the moral the moral uh, portion of it. Um, the, the health part... 
is like a benefit of it. Um, but yeah, mine, you know, I was the guy that, you know, we all watched those horrible movies back in when we were in our teens and twenties and we were like, Oh, I can't go to Taco Bell after watching that. <laughs> and you know, you know, a few, you know, a few days or weeks later, then you're back to it normal. But, uh, mm-hmm. I was, um, uh, educated so to speak or, or exposed to some things as I was it's been eight years now that I've been um, vegetarian and vegan or whatever um, and uh, just I happen to see that again and, and I basically you know from the things that I saw I said I can't contribute to that anymore gotcha. and I it, it flipped a switch off in my head so it's to me it's it's pretty much all uh, the moral ground of it like, oh, mm. gotcha gotcha Here. yeah um, I actually started as health problem that's how I started um, I was, uh, becoming gout infested <laughs> and, uh, I, uh, had trouble even using my hands at one point. Um, so it started as a health concern. I was going to, I'd already had, uh, several doctor's appointments. Um, they couldn't figure it out because they said, well, you don't have arthritis. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they did a secondary test and they asked me to come in for uh, a follow-up. So what I did was I started Googling things because Google is great for stuff like that, right? Okay. So I started Googling things and I said, there's got to be a natural way to find out what this is. So it dawned on me that both of my grandfathers had had gout. So I was like, wait a minute. I wonder if it can happen because they both had it in their feet, right? So I'm like, well, let's find out if it can get in your hands. Turns out that it's not as common, but you can get gout in your hands. Mm-hmm. And it met all the symptoms. I said, okay, that's why they're not turning up with any arthritis. It must be gout. Because it, it hits you differently in your body than it does arthritis. So I said, well, let's find out if there's a natural way to get rid of it. So I went online and I started Googling natural ways to cure uh, gout. And I came across a really cool site that explained how gout was affecting your body. And they said there was only one way to get rid of it, 100%. Go vegan. They said it has to be at least four weeks. Who said this? Uh, I'll pull the website up later. I forget what it was. Oh, so uh, it was a, a single website that kind of inspired uh, you for that. Those several websites. Uh, and the reason was solid. It said because uric acid. They said uric acid is what causes gout. It's what builds up in your joints. So I said, Let, let's try it. I wanted a 100% vegan diet. My gout disappeared. Literally went away. Like within a week, it was almost back to normal. Within two to three weeks, gone. Just period, just gone. It's like okay, well that was that definitely worked, and uh, and uh, so then after that, I started introducing one thing at a time back into my diet because I said you have to make sure you, as you introduce something, you have to give it a week. If it doesn't spike, that's not causing it. So after I introduced each thing back into my diet, it was meat gotcha. because every time I tried to eat eat meat, the gout came back. So I was like okay, well. I guess I'm not going to be eating meat. <laughs> so, uh, red meat was the worst. Um, chicken took longer to take effect, but it also did. Um, yeah, so one thing at a time, I tried it out, and it was meat products. I did find out that fish did not affect me. So, I was able to eat fish, no problem, which is why I was pescatarian for three years. Right. Um, so, and that's how I would supplement was through uh, fish. Mm-hmm. Um. But then I started researching more after that because I can never go halfway, right? <laughs> that's just, that's anybody who knows me knows I can't go halfway. I have to I do all mm. the research I can on this topic now. 
So I started diving into all of the vegetarian lifestyle, why people do it. Maybe there's other health problems. Maybe there's other health concerns. Uh, then I started finding all this buttloads of research. It, it turns out that there is environmental impact. It turns out that there was humanitarian efforts. It turned... And I didn't know any, most of this. I didn't know. I mean, I had seen one or two videos I thought that were kind of arbitrary, um, especially me who was Czech and German. We didn't really pay attention to stuff that you know caused conflict with our diets. So <laughs> ignore that side of life. Sausage and noodles. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah I don't exactly. Think that the Germans are very big into the <laughs> right. So I just, so I just got into a habit of ignoring stuff that had that crept on my lifestyle. Right. So. But then after starting doing, doing the research, um, I was like, wow, this really is causing massive problems. And so I started doing more research and more research. And so um, that's why after, and this was several years, um, which is what prompted me to go full vegetarian. Um, I said, I, I can't do this anymore because I started looking at the fishing industry because I was eating fish. Um, and after researching the fishing industry, Look I was right like, nice. <laughs> um, I was like, man, we are causing huge harm to our oceans. I started looking at the different, uh, fish breeds that we were pulling up and how they were diminishing across the ocean. It, and that was just the tip of the iceberg. There's more, which we won't even start yeah. going into right now. There is far more, but I was like, we are causing more harm than we are gaining anywhere in the world by eating meat products. So I went straight vegetarian. With the goal of eventually, again, I'd give myself plenty of time to transition, um, with the goal of eventually going into a vegan diet. So, and that's, there, there you go. <laughs> gotcha. No, I think that helps set the stage, set the table, if you will, for our meaty discussion here. <laughs> oh, but I'm bummed. Unfair champ. So, yeah, we have, we've kind of predetermined some categories, and we're going to start with health, or uh, weight loss, and um, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll go first. And I think personally, a lot of the stuff I think with diet, as far as my perspective goes, is very kind of personal and perspective based. And I think with weight loss, my philosophy is mostly caloric math. You know, so if you consume more calories, whatever kind of calories, um, then your body will consume, then you will not lose weight. You know, so that's the basis of my philosophy. How it relates to carnivore versus vegan is typically calories to get the amount of protein your calories are going to be excessively high compared to lean cuts of meat so you can easily get and i have i have some graphs here for animal protein let's say you have three ounces of steak you'll get 25 grams of protein that is super satiating and will keep you full so you you potentially you wouldn't eat as much you wouldn't overeat now, you compare that to something like black beans, you'll get 25 grams of protein, but it would take you almost 400 calories. That's two and a half times the amount of calories to get that same amount of protein. So I do believe, and it's been shown over and over again, vegans can lose weight, but I think it's because you have to eat so much filler oh, okay. that you, <laughs> you basically are malnutritioned and are losing weight. All right. Hmm. How many... Um Going off of that, how many uh, calories are in one ounce of fat? Um, I don't have the fat breakdown, but this is not a lean cut of protein. So, fat is in all meat. Correct. Yeah. But but this 173 calories is 
including the fat. It's nine. Nine calories in fat. That's great. That's great. Except (laughs) any carb is only three to four. You're saying one single carb is three to four. But that doesn't mean anything because what's a carb? Carb is just energy. Fat is just energy. Mm-hmm. That's that's across the board. Okay, so any, any carb, any carb, any carb. Okay. Okay. Take one carb. Yeah. Versus one fat. Nine versus three to four. Okay. So you're less. You know, it's like half. Right, but what? So that doesn't really. If you're measuring calories, mm-hmm. then that just balances out. Like you're eating a three thousand calorie diet, whether it's carbs or fat, doesn't really matter. You know, like so. That, so it does. So here's one of the studies that was done. Um, this is one of the ones that was done by the Physicians Committee. And uh, as you can see, they put them on a weight-controlled diet. All right? So it was no animal products, okay? And they minimized oils because oils also contain fats, right? So, and what they did was a 14-week study. Hmm. So and in this 14-week, and, and this, in the slides, you'll be able to see all of the different studies. You actually pull them. They're all, all of them are annotated. You can pull all these studies. Great. I'll, I'll give you the notes for my studies as well. Sweet. So these were the groups. They could eat fruits, grains, legumes, and vegetables. That was that was what they could eat. Now, mind you, that was in any order. That means you could eat as much pasta as you wanted to. There was actually no control units. So you could have as much as you want. So if you wanted 10 servings of whatever, you could. Right. So there was absolutely no, I mean, as much as you want. No limitations. Okay. <laughs> All right. So... On that, they on, these were their typical their typical meals right here. So that include for breakfast everything from blueberry pancakes or oatmeal with cinnamon raisins, half a cantaloupe, rye toast with jam. For lunch, you're looking at chunky vegetable chili, garden salad with sesame dressing. For snacks were things like bananas. They also included other uh, any any fruits were on this actually. Okay. Uh, dinners were lentil soups with crackers, linguine with artichoke hearts and soured oyster mushrooms. There's no oysters in those, by the way. <laughs> Steamed broccoli. So these were just, this was just typical. This is, and there's a lot more. There's a lot more. No, no portion control whatsoever. Okay. So, so, and in this study, they started finding out that the average result was 13 pounds of weight loss across 14 weeks. And that was without portion control. Okay. Well, what were the start of these, the participants of this? Were they all obese? All of them were ladies who had tried, um, they're all over menstruation, so that was done. Okay. And all of them had tried every diet. So these were women who had tried uh, Atkins, South Beach, um, Keto, um, and all of them were un- had unsuccessful. They, all of them had unsuccessful uh, weight loss. Gotcha. And this is the only diet they had ever involved themselves in where they lost weight. The, this, these participants. Well, I yep. mean... Yeah, I mean, I think I do think a lot of this show now, is going to be... It's better. It gets better. Okay. So on this diet, not only did they, after 14 weeks, did they lose the 13 pounds, they improved their insulin sensitivity, which that's huge if, you are, you know, if, you, if you're diabetic. So they, include, they, they included, they improved their insulin sensitivity. On top of that, for the next two years, they continued to lose weight every month. On this diet. On this diet. Wait, that's with no portion control whatsoever. Yeah, and I mean, but... <laughs> now, in this study, yeah. to finish this up, in medical history, this is the only diet that has ever worked over a two-year period for continued weight loss. And that is now marked in the medical journals. 
All right. So on. I mean, there. I I haven't seen a study that's over two years, but I've seen plenty of studies that have weight loss success that are omnivoric, are carnivoric. Yes. I mean, I have one here from PubMed that um, a very low carbohydrate keto diet um, improved all metabolic measures, including insulin sensitivity and particularly visceral fat reduction, which is super important mm-hmm. for um, you know health and, and resisting disease. Um, and every single participant also resulted in late, um, weight loss. Yeah. So one of the reasons for that is um, vegetables, of course, are very high in fiber, right? Very high right. in fiber. So the good thing is, is, and they're mixing it up, right? They're eating as much rice as they want, as much noodles as they want. They, 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 they preferred whole grain, right? If they eat breads, they said you can eat white, but we prefer, we prefer if you don't. Please try to eat things like rye and pumpernickel, things that take your body longer to digest and are higher in nutrients, right? So, um, but they didn't restrict it. They were allowed to if they wanted to. Okay. So they even said if you want Twizzlers, eat Twizzlers. That's vegan. So, <laughs> and they sure. did. <laughs> so, so you're saying your perspective on this is because there was no animal fat and it was all heavy carbs. Even burning. if it was Twizzlers, 100% Twizzlers. No, no, no. Twizzlers were just... I was going to say, you, twi- you threw a <laughs> hold on, detour hold on. with that Twizzler hold comment on, that on. might have taken it in a Twizzlers direction. were not, not in the diet. <laughs> okay, yeah. <but laughs> they see, did. See the extrapolation but, here. But they were allowed to occasionally grab some if they wanted to. So Yeah. They I weren't know, actually I have in to, the I'm diet, not familiar with that but, study, but it does. Like, if you're saying yeah. all of this stuff, including plenty of processed foods were on that list, mm-hmm. crackers, um, but there was no portion control of that. No portion control. I'd be curious. And continue I, I'm to, a there's skeptical. no way that could be sustainable. Oh, it is. 100%. Again, this is a two-year study. Sustainable how, though? It's a two-year study a right here. You can actually pull it right there. Call it's a two-year study. Find out how for, now. for maybe that group? Mm-hmm. Postmenopausal. Maybe. Yep. This has been replicated across the for country. For those specific women. Who lost 13 pounds and for two years kept losing weight. Yep. Look, I'm yeah, honestly, exactly. How I'm much weight do they have? About the whole thing, honestly, it, but it, I cannot fun. see any diet that says, "Look, no portion control being a part of your tenets of your, your pillars of whatever it is you're building this ideology from." But here's why. Here's what. Here's what you're not receiving. Ready? Okay. If most of your diet is vegetables and fruits, and you're supplementing it with rice and noodles, all right. You didn't say most of their. Diet oh, that's was vegetables and fruits. So, I, yes, yes. Now they were allowed. Again, they were they were allowed to eat spaghetti and stuff whenever they wanted to, and they did. All right, but they did simply say, "We please ask you to make sure that you include vegetables with your meat." Okay. Okay. So I can accept that yeah. as a premise because yeah. I I think any time you switch from a unregulated diet to a whole foods diet, you're yeah. gonna lose weight for. Yeah. eternity or at least yeah. maintain now the fiber the fiber itself fills you up pretty quickly all right because fiber fills fast and um yes. because of that you actually end up eating less and because there's so many nutrients in vegetables and fruits you end up being less hungry because your body is actually demanding nutrients yeah I get that. so that makes sense. so fiber and nutrients and make you fuller faster so i think what so. you proponents of veganism have to get out the sacred cow. But I'll bump. Twinkies and beer is vegan all day long. 
Is it? True. Yeah. There's probably animal fat. Okay, no, 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 so no, no, wait, no, not okay. Twinkies, not Twinkies. Okay, yeah, well, pick your poison, <laughs> whatever it is. No, I meat. don't think the milk's too expensive. It's probably you know powdered sugar and so just by having the claim or the label of being a vegan does not mean health. And that is true. That's one hundred percent true. True. Yeah, that's one hundred percent true. Don't I could eat this can? That's vegan. Yeah. Like, right. Don't, we're, don't. We're all talking about eating the can, man. Just, so <laughs> let me tell you it's something. Like, looking can. <laughs> <laughs> that's it the really thing is. to remember. Saying I'm a vegan doesn't have really. You know, you got to separate that from your health. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, right. Like you could be vegan and be like, there's a lot of pet shaped vegans that don't eat right. Absolutely. Um, I can eat, you know, potato chips. I haven't you know. met any bad shaped vegans. They must be too ashamed to say that they're vegan. I actually am. <laughs> I am. So to, to Russ's point though, and this is where they did stress that they please, again, I'm going to go back to the, my plate. All right. So up here, they had to make sure they could replicate this every day. All right, and so they had to make sure they had fruits, grains, legumes, and vegetables. They had to make sure that all four of those things were in their diet every day. Equal right. portions. Not not necessarily equal portions. Even though the plate is split into four equal portions. <laughs> not necessarily equal I'm portions. I'm just curious because but you it, it does seem like you, you changed your tone a little, and that's why I'm just trying to clarify. No. Well, I'm, okay, so <laughs> I, th- I threw one thing in there. It's mostly for I'm human. Good. <laughs> Um, but again, (laughs) they did continue to lose weight for two years and without suffering any repercussions whatsoever. So what's that? We're we're passing around the last, the last soldier of that. Pass that sucker around. Pass that beer around. (laughs) Because Gumby and I, uh, it will dry over here. All right. Now, before we progress to our next part of our subject, a word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Gumby here from Bible Over Brews. Are you looking to get some editing done in your podcast? Maybe you don't have the hours or time it takes to edit your content, but you still need to get it done. Maybe you need a customized track or a song for your podcast or your next project without having to worry about copyright issues. Well, look no further than soulworkmusic.com, where this footwork is done for you. I'll get that editing post-production work done right for you, or create you that customized song that fits your project or podcast to help support your life's work. If this sounds like what you need, reach out to me at soulworkmusic.com. Again, at soulworkmusic.com. And remember, there's nothing taboo over brew. <laughs> okay, so that that doesn't really have any relationship to your previous... Well, so the fat versus carbohydrate, yep. but that doesn't really belong in that study though because you're uh, were nuts and seeds included so yeah so so the nuts and seeds are included but they are not included on a separate item those are included under the proteins and they asked even though they have plenty of fat yes but here's the thing they they were asked on such and on seeds and nuts they were asked to only include a handful and to put it in their salads or whatever vegetable they had. Gotcha. So as a handful, and that's because you still have your good, your good oils, your omegas and stuff. Yeah. So you still need a small portion of them. So, mm-hmm. but they asked it to be one handful, and they asked it to go inside of their their salad or their vegetables or whatever it was. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I definitely think so. Limiting the amount of fats and carbs you mix is very important to diet strategy because your body can't process both at at the same time and. It's it has something called a, a Randall effect, mm-hmm. where it'll cause you to not be satiated and overeat, 
and then your body basically processes carbs first. You have triglycerides in your system. Your fat stays in your system longer, um, and then it tries to process the fat. By then, probably the glycogen is all, all your stores are full, and it's going to go to fat. So I do think yeah. it's very dangerous to mix carbs and fat. Yeah, hmm. I agree. <laughs> um, but again, I, I would just say like this diet is more of a whole food. This study seems more of a whole food benefit than it does a, a protein or meat versus a vegan um, <laughs> debate. Well, but I, I would say a healthy vegan would be a whole foods person. You you can't. I would I would agree with that, but I would also say a, a healthy omnivore, a healthy carnivore. Would be a whole foods person. Well, we'll get to more of that later because there's reasons why it's not. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Next segment. Next segment. Okay, or next, next no segment. next uh, next whatever you're going to read off. Rather, I'll, I'll publish. I'll put this up. I'll send these to you, and we can publish some of these studies too. But basically, it goes into meat versus vegetable comparisons as far as the protein intake and the caloric um, consequence. And again, on that, I would say that you actually end up eating less because you're. Again, you're burning things faster. You're burning things faster because you're not eating with fats. Okay, first off. Um, but on top of that, you're not getting the fats. And the fats are what stay with you. Because they have more calories. Yes, Is that they your, do. That's your reasoning behind that? And it also affects your mitochondrial biogenesis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> to repeat that, that's mitochondrial hey. biogenesis. Well, that has something to do with Yoda, right? <laughs> now I'm aware. Maybe chlorian content. <laughs> <laughs> so they did find out that, yes, here's another reason, you know, speaking of diet, another reason that people who eat a lot of meat have problems losing weight is because it actually suppresses your mitochondrial biogenesis. And so what happens is you can't burn as fast. Because you're suppressing it. This is an actual study done right there. You can pull the numbers up. <laughs> yeah. I um, numbers for plenty of studies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, we're, don't go, yeah, we're going back into the studies. Right. I'm going to touch on studies too. But anyway. Um, <laughs> because there is, there is something that, to say about that. Um, but this is one that was done. And they did show, they have their baseline and their, their high fatty foods right there. Okay. Over, and you can see that it actually was suppressed over the time periods. This is your mitochondrial. Okay. Okay. And then what happens when you introduce fat? It's hard for that, and it actually suppresses the mitochondrial DNA. I thought fat was good for your brain. Depends on what kind of fat. <laughs> yeah, your your brain. So your intermicellular. Yeah. Saturated or non-saturated. In, in yeah, your, intermi- your, your intermicellular lipid, that's your, that's your fat. It, inside the cell itself, up here, you can see how it actually does suppress the mitochondrial DNA. I mean, it's a, it's a drawing. <laughs> I was gonna say like uh, <laughs> this relates. This relates back to, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna draw all these studies out because then we'd be here for like five hours. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, break this down to yeah. I can't 30. be I here for five what... hours. I have to go eat a hamburger. <laughs> right. I, almost, oh. I almost want to say like I agree with you. What you're gonna tell me about the health benefits of carnivore, and I agree with you. With yeah. what you're gonna tell me. So why don't we call that one a draw and move on? <laughs> right. yeah, the weight loss. Yeah. I I yeah. I do think like we can argue the fat versus carbs because I do think it's a different processing mechanism. Mm-hmm. But I can pull out for every study you have. I can pull out you know a keto study or something that's a high fat. Yeah, diet and 
We're gonna you, go. You can get into like Atkins and all those yeah. things. Yeah. Where... But we're gonna go in deeper on what. I thought it was just like the fats effect. Calories so. in, calories for out. You still on? Uh, no, we'll move on. You could eat yeah, Skittles yeah. as long as you're within a certain amount of calories, right? Well, I mean, and like if lose you weight on Skittles. Yeah, if you want to talk like mathematically, yes, you could look at those. But then again, you got to see what the calories are because your body's not going to be able to sustain on Skittles. Well, you know what I mean. I mean, yeah. example, like yes, whatever you speaking, eat, and if you are within this certain range, you, you could know. you could live on Skittles for a while. You would be malnutrition, but yeah, you're right because that's a strict carbohydrate example, and that's an energy source. So you have basically two energy sources. You can count protein as a macro, but really you have two efficiently processed. Maybe carbs burn a little faster into my mitochondria, um, but you have carbs or fat. And protein will turn into carbohydrate um, just at a lower rate, which is also good for sustenance and, and maintaining, but it's not as efficient for quick energy. Oh. You think protein is as efficient for quick energy? No. Oh, I think. I was kind of giving you a bone there. I was just like, carbs are <laughs> Carb- quicker, yeah. quicker for energy. It's Seriously. it's definitely your the gas in your engine. Yeah, and that's why, again, when you mix fat and protein, your body will use carbohydrates first for the quick. It's easier for it to process. Yeah. But then, again, it doesn't stay satiated because now it's like, oh, glycemic spike yeah. and ready to eat more. Right. <laughs> All right. What All you right. got? What you got? So now we're moving to heart, heart health, and this is okay. what I'm sure... Aaron's drooling over this one. This is where all, all the vegans try to pin their hat. Go ahead. Um, so I would just say a lot of the studies, you know, they do show certain things, um, but a lot of that was based off a 1950 study um, as far as heart health causing cardiovascular disease. And most of that has been now determined non-conclusive, not statistically relevant. Hmm. Um, and I have... Probably about five studies here from PubMed and U.S. National um, Library of Medicine. Uh, Going over the meta-analysis as well as um, some studies um, showing that it's inconclusive and it's really not statistically relevant for both saturated fat and cholesterol. Dietary cholesterol really doesn't have any effect on the overall collective cholesterol your body stores because that's regulated by the liver oh okay <laughs> trouble is with that I can tell by the tone of your own. Okay. Yeah. This is the one that they all think, uh, yeah. Most of you so the trouble like, is, is hey, that most of these studies tone. are actually sponsored by uh, things like the Dairy Management Incorporated, Beef, Adkins. The most Catholic of these Church. studies, most of these studies are based towards that. In fact, if you look at the sponsorships. Oh. Right. You'll find out industry finances almost all of them. Yeah, I can't really read some this of that, but I think that's riveting. If you look, at here's the, a few of them right if here. If you look at the money sponsors, <gasps> I am on like the edge American of Heart my Association. Yeah. It is dairy, meat. All, they're like the main contributors to uh, financially to the to the Heart Association. So, like, if you go into uh, American Heart Association meal healthy meal things. One of the meals is beef stew. Like, it's not a healthy meal, but again, you have to look at. I mean, you can look Google this right now. Who are right. the, who are the main sponsors? And so it's like, okay, if I'm going to sell a billion dollars of beef, I got to get this thing 
looking good for you. So, hey, Heart Association, here's $10 million. Make it a beef, a part of that pyramid you're making, and, and make it yeah. sound like it's part the, of your needed to part of your diet. The one thing I'll give to them is that they, they did do an actual study, a study with a doctor's group. And after that, they they labeled red meat as a carcinogen. So right. So are you saying they shouldn't have labeled red meat as? Oh no, it should be. No, see, I disagree because if you look at that study particularly, over a quarter of the panel were ethical vegans. You know, talked about conflict of interest, and then they they came back and they asked them to declare. And out of like fifty thousand articles that they reviewed, they only chose like eighteen, and they threw. So they cherry picked evidence to prove their point. So So talk about and that study is actually one of those right there. So these studies right here are all bought by the meat industry. I don't think so. I, I would say you're you might looking be, at them. You might be throwing in agriculture You're looking as well. at them. So these are, yeah, but I'm not, you know, this is the first time so, I'm seeing it, so I don't know exactly what this chart of names it, is. There's, and there's a it, whole... So it goes to these 12 okay, studies yeah. you're talking about? Oh, there's more. This is only the first page. Okay, I didn't you put have them, no, I didn't no put comment on the... I didn't put them all up there. On the one that you just cited, calling red meat carcinogen and carcinogenic, or carcin, whatever, genetic. <laughs> uh, where uh, the ethical vegans on the panel yeah. did not... Even though they would have bias that they didn't have to claim in the article, mm-hmm. that can't be traced back to other agriculture. Um, you know that that's not a problem for you. That's just fine. No, you know what? I'll give it to you that I think that there should be unbiased studies and they should be founded strictly on a medical board. Or they should list so. their biases. We well, yeah. should be like a panel of at least pescatarians. <laughs> you know, people who have both sides. The right. You know what I mean? Not yeah, somebody you know. who's just completely a raw vegan mm. versus someone who's just eating wings for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I do think there are valid studies. Yeah. And now I can go look through, I mean, a lot of these that I did pull... They didn't have yeah. conflict of interest. But if you look, I, at, I don't have a nice chart to put up there, but yeah. I can hand you a piece of paper. Um, but if you if you look at most of these studies, so here's the authors and here's some of the years. And this again, I only have a couple of them. I didn't put them all up here, just to give you an example. These. So your most current study is 2010. No, that's again. This is only one page. Right. Um, I didn't. I didn't have time to put. Oh, them the, all and up these here. are all sponsored by the meat industry, is what you're saying? Meat, egg, dairy, yeah. So it also turns out that 92% of all studies are sponsored by those industries. But what does Someday. that have to do? What does that have to do? <laughs> Follow the money. What does Gumby always say? Follow the money, right? Yeah, yeah but so your, your whole <laughs> crutch, your whole crutch for the evidence is that some evidence of the study that we have uh, is flawed because of bias. Yet, the, the other studies... Like you're not really showing data, you're just giving me reasons why I should question some of the data that's out there. So the so the links for all of these will be included. <laughs> so and we could. What do I'm this. saying is the argument is more of an ad hominem than anything else. It's, it's like you're trying to invalidate really. things. Hey, it's not really. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> what does that mean? So it's when you're not really fighting the argument, so, you're trying to so give people reasons to doubt. So so you're not seeing the correlation between all the studies that say meat is good are sponsored by the meat industry. And the fact that when physicians do it, they say meat's not good. I mean, there's a correlation there. Okay, well, correlation doesn't mean result. Anyways, you can correlate I see it lightning strikes, you know, based on number of, of women born in Sweden. That meat is not good. How many physicians that have you been talking is... to about this? How many have you <laughs> talked to? I mean, I don't... 
regularly hear them say. None of us are doctors on this panel, so don't follow our advice without consulting. You know what I was going to say? Should we have a disclaimer right about now? There should definitely be a disclaimer on this. Medical advice. Please make sure you see your doctor. No, you listen to me. I'm going with Dr. Gumby. So here's, I would say here's some data that I have. Right. Using my logic, because let's just say we can't trust studies then. Okay, so if that's your argument, I can't trust my studies, let's just look at historical data then. And so if red meat consumption peaked in 1971 okay, in America and has been going down steadily since 1971, we eat almost one-third less red meat than we did back then. And now we consume 71% of our calories in plant-based foods. So we're trending plant-based. Um, now we're up to nearly 40% of adults are obese today, up from just 15% from the 1970s. And from, you know, this is, it's increased fivefold in diabetes from 1975 to 2015. So mm. you want to talk about correlation. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Where, you're, <laughs> I know where you're going. And that's good. I don't know where that's going because I mean, okay, that I'm going to need to know why there's a correlation between diabetes and so what was the average? What was the average cheese is consumption? More processed, because the processed food has gone through the roof. In the 1950s and 1930s, what was the average yeah. cheese consumption per year of the of the Native American? I'm sorry, Native born Americans. You tell me. It was approximately three pounds a year. Okay. That's well, wait. What the, years is it? In the 1950s, 1930s, or 1950s, and go, going into the 1960s. Uh, then we introduced more pizza, right? And we introduced more cheeseburgers. Now the average American eats well over 33 pounds of cheese per year. Wow. Well, let me tell you right. something. You're going to go down the highway of, pro- and I mentioned probably, yeah. but you're going to go down the highway of like shit all food all over the place. Like we could, we could sprout, we could blow this, but this is vegan a, carnivore conversation yeah. into a million different directions if we're going to talk about just standard dietary stuff and everything that people are eating in relation to diabetes. Sedentary lifestyle. No one's in the fields working farms anymore. Everyone's sitting on their ass doing nothing. So you got that factor. So there's going to be a lot of factors that go into diabetes appreciated, but I don't know if we can stay down this lane of carnivore versus vegan and diabetes. I think that'd be like... Actually, it's directly related. (laughs) This this is exactly what I'm combating. Right. So like you it's said it perfectly related. because they take correlation and they assign it to meat. And I propose a correlation and he signs it to bullshit. You know, like it's, <laughs> but it's not. It's, right. It's so you related. can keep saying it's not. Would there be any correlation to bad meat? To bad meat. Yeah. And let me let me be more specific yeah. about bad meat. Let's just talk about a cow. Mm-hmm. Cow that are fed steroids, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Well, you yeah. know, versus versus an all <laughs> organic <laughs> healthy cow. You know yeah. what I mean? So right. yeah. if they're only using that industry cow, let's call it that. Well, how know, they could have pulled a rotted cow out of the ground and said, eat this, yeah. see what happens. Well, what you know, I'm saying like is everything, if everything is based off of that and the studies are based off of that kind of meat, then yeah, of course you're going to call it carcinogenic, whatever. Right. And there's not a ton of studies done on organic and properly raised meat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're and right if, there. And if America's consumption is based off steroids then yeah I mean, well, now, you're getting, is... now you're getting into the sustainability so, and there's no way because you can't grow the animals at the rate that they, they would are. normally live to get to right. those things you that's, have to accelerate you that's have to... true but even plant-based right. foods i mean animals are going to die aren't they 
Yes. Well, I would agree with that. Wait till the animals naturally die, and then you could eat them but all day long. But then they don't taste as good. <laughs> so, essentially, there's no freedom. <laughs> there is blood on everybody's plate. Yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, my, my point for bringing that up is not to say it's a vegan diet, but I'm saying if you're going to use correlation, but yet meat consumption has decreased drastically over the past several, you know, tens of years, then... Yeah. But cheese consumption went up. Mm. I mean, you're giving cheeseburgers and pizza. Just because everyone knows how good <laughs> yeah. it tastes now. Okay, so I have another study here. What is the longest <laughs> okay, living? Okay, okay. The, no, we're getting into other things, but this is related to dairy and meat consumption yeah. as far as more correlation. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the country that has the longest legit longevity right now? Uh, there's three different countries there's that were all cited. Number one. But go ahead. The Hong you, Kong is the number one yeah. average longevity. Really? And their meat has been going up steadily. As they pass Japan for the number one meat consumers, mm. and their dairy has been going up, and their pork has been going up, yet they are still, they've become the longest living average country in the world. Well, you well, are you talking, well then you get the per capita Ish. numbers when they got a, tr- a bazillion people, like they're going to pad you know, the stats, right? No, I think but, that makes the number more but accurate. It, and it's not just about what you put in your food, uh, your <clears> mouth. <throat> determining how long you live it's like well how happy are you you know like what's your like what's your quality of life so that's the vegan argument or that's this carnivore argument or defense that everything's being pinned on red meat via correlation but you look at all the other correlations Mm -hmm. and they're and they're not allowed to hold water so that's what i mean there's i saw this thing years ago about a country a little well a little island in mm -hmm. greece called icaria and everyone was like living to like a hundred. If you died at ninety, people like frowned upon you. Right. Um, but it looked like they were eating meat. It they just looked like they were happy so, and they were like taking more time for themselves. So and, was that an actual study that you're citing? There is a study. Not an actual <laughs> study, but there <laughs> probably is. Alone. I love their <laughs> The funny thing about that study is they pitched the I, I carry or whatever as mostly plant based, but the problem is their language. If you say meat, only refers to cow. So the, there was a little bit of translation. People that have gone there and lived there, they're like, I can't even eat any more dairy. I'm just so dairied out, you know, and they do eat meat and they eat a lot mm-hmm. of different types of meat, chicken and pork, and it doesn't, they don't consider it meat, you know, so. Oh, I want to see that study. So for the, non, <laughs> well, for the non-meat the eaters, let me ask this question then. Let's say I choose a strict plant-based diet, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's vegan or not, but just plant-based foods. If those plant-based foods are laced with pesticides, if they are grown from Monsanto seeds, et cetera, et cetera, how healthy are those for you in the long run? Well, here's, here's the trouble with that argument. It's, you can't make that because if you eat the meat, you are still getting that. No, necessarily. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, no. the general public? The general public, Gen- yes. Yeah, so this yes. is where it gets convoluted because... Now you're getting oh, into the organic conversations yes. and the farm raised and all that kind of right, stuff. Right, but what I'm saying, can I even but, be misled myself as a yeah. plant-based person yeah. if I'm now, eating completely before we go too far, pesticide? Yeah, before we go too far on that, plants, I, I still want to finish on the diabetes thing. Only one study has ever been successful in reversing it. Reversing or, diabetes. Reversing diabetes, okay? And that has been through Dr. Neil Bernard, and the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. They are, you can cite this, they are they are now the number one institute for reversing diabetes. All right. 
You don't have to believe me. Go to PCR. Well, I, I mean, I don't believe you, I, <laughs> but I can say there's um, plenty of any ones but that they, have. Looks so weird. This is this has been so prevalent that that the government is now using them. In fact, in fact. So now, okay, so you just ripped on the government as hold far as okay. hold on, hold on. In fact, did you see did, did you see the how they switched to my plate from you know the food pyramid to my plate? Yeah, that's because of Neil Bernard. Okay, so right, which is right, part so, of the reason why I'm upset at, at veganism trying to perpetuate these lies like is because they have infiltrated the government the... and created the my plate, which is so it's actually responsible. I mean, <laughs> so right, but I mean, you cite the, the meat and dairy, which the, is funded the, the by the food government. pyramid was solely based on Maybe industry. It wasn't place. based on what you should eat. It was solely based on industry, yeah. and that was proven over and over again as the lobbyists. Yeah, but so you're saying this one guy, you don't think. That bias is any noteworthy? It was reviewed by <laughs> by everybody because yeah. it's not just him, right? It has to be reviewed by medical boards. So, and it was reviewed by medical <laughs> boards. They found it sound, yeah. and so they instituted it. I mean, so. they're using keto a lot to for people with diabetes because it helps with insulin sensitivity. Uh, now, is there a study? that I know of that says, okay, well, this has been worked. I know plenty of studies that talk about insulin sensitivity improving, and I know a lot of N equal 1s, a lot of people that have dropped their medication, diabetes medication, yeah, because of that, and they, they're not vegans. They have vegetables. over a 60% success rate in reversing diabetes. Over 60%. So go, go look at their studies. Six out of ten don't take, don't take my word for well, it. Well, I'm saying is 60%. I mean, that's... That's, that's actually good. That's Six great. out of ten... But yeah. it's one study going one thing, and mm-hmm. what we've kind of determined across most of the show mm-hmm. is there's more than one way to skin a cat in, in this sort of thing. And I, since we're seeing other results, these studies are very expensive and very hard, especially a controlled study. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the studies are done in, in hindsight. Where, Which, by the way, we do not endorse eating cat. Is, or but... skinning cats. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I only eat ruminants. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so I think a lot of these studies are done via survey mm-hmm. and aren't aren't super mm-hmm. accurate, and and it takes millions of dollars. So it I, does. That's the reason why a lot of these studies wouldn't be, you know, super. You can't hang your hat on on studies. You know, look in look in the real world and see what's working, and look at yourself and see what's working. So you can you can cite these studies, but I can also refer you to to many people who have. So, all the, ones, all the ones I'm referring to are control groups. So they had general population control groups, yeah. and then they had usually a third party because you need third, you know, three. Right. Yeah. So and so, but you're but what I'm saying is those were very expensive, and you can't oh, yeah. really have lots of them. I mean, there's a carnivore mm. study being put up to right now, but they're raising money. They still have a while to go to get to their two million Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. You can go to meetrx.com and and kind of find out how to contribute. But they want to do a long-term control study because there's just not very reputable studies. Hmm. I've seen fork over knives where the the I didn't people on there reverse their diabetes or something like that, or yeah. it was cancer or something. I don't know what it was, it, but something I think it was diabetes and it was reversed. So my yeah. father died when he was 55 from diabetes. My hmm. wife's father died when he was 51 from diabetes, and Looking at their lives, honestly, and I don't mean to like make it so melancholy here. <laughs> drink the beer, drink the beer. <laughs> it wasn't just because of me. Yeah. It was processed sugars. It was fried bread. Yeah. It was rice. 
Uh, it was absolute abuse of it was, food and on all yeah, facets right. is what yeah, you're saying. Right. And Which fry is, it. And then fry it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pick it <laughs> fried and then fry it. And, yeah, fry it. You know, bananas are healthy, right? Plantains. But, man, when you put them plantains in deep fried oil, right. you know. Yeah. So it, it wasn't just the meat. And I don't think if they would have cut out just the meat, I think both my father-in-law and my father still would have died. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, there's abuse that comes in all shapes and in, in again. Yeah, you could put that sugar right up there with the meat. You could put the alcohol. You could put all. The, you could put a lot of things right in line. Well, sorry, not with the meat. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing's wrong with the meat. No, you can't abuse it. <laughs> but yeah, you could put a lot of those things right there. And, yeah, there are a lot. And of again, you know, I, I don't have an issue with gout. Do you have an issue with gout? No, no, no. You have an issue with gout. Okay, so there's a there's yeah, a study and a result and a right. and a and a mm-hmm. thing you know to, to point to. So again, I, I right. you guys are working hard and and I. I feel a little bit under way underachiever because i'm seeing your pack of studies here i see juice with his for christ no wait sorry I don't this is his non study i know i mean i'm looking at slides and studies and, I'm, and you know basically this is mike and juice right here going back and forth with study sabers um, right and i'm over here like and we're, we're sitting here feeling. like eating these i'm eating this vegan uh chinese uh i don't jerky, i don't know what that and was and i'm like i'll live on this rest of my life because it was really yeah. not bad i couldn't is. read it but it tasted really good yeah so yeah this one is based in soybeans uh it's actually really good and that one's at this one i believe was that one mung this one might be mung bean but they were yeah but that's the other thing too like and, and you had mentioned earlier um you know, the soy and there's, yes, there's, there's just like anything else. There, there's things that are not, that are vegan, but they're not necessarily good for you. Like if I'm in the market to make a buck off of a vegan quickly, what can I put together? Uh, soy. Oh shit. Soy. Okay. Here we go. I got soy out the ass. I got soy patties. I got soy nuggets. I got soy this. Yeah. Well, you can't eat a lot of soy. Eh, fuck you. I'm going to sell all this soy. Mm-hmm. All right, so now you got soy. Then uh, I'm feeling like shit. The soy. Next thing you know, soy's on the on the on the radar for oh, soy's such a problem. Well, if that's all I'm eating because I can get this awesome would be hamburger, I've been eating meat all my life. Now all of a sudden I want a burger. Now I'm eating soy patties. I mean, so yeah. But is that have... okay? So why are they always trying to make the non-meat food resemble meat? They want to convert. Well, well because you have it's to understand transition. Okay, let me let me let me preclude this entire evening to let you know that I was a voracious carnivore up until the seven years ago or eight years ago that I started this. Uh, so I believe me, I understand the appeal of rifling down steaks and burgers and wings and pork chops and, and breakfast sausage. Jesus, breakfast sausage. You know, I miss, <laughs> don't, if you said, if I said, I do not miss any of this screw No, I miss it all. Believe me. I lived my whole life. Like, like I guarantee you, the Northeast Ohio market of frozen chicken breasts and wings and burgers like dipped in Northeast Ohio <laughs> seven years ago. No one's figured it out since. Like, what the hell's going on in Northeast Ohio? It's because I stopped eating meat. I'm telling you, because you know those thirteen dollar bags of chicken breasts. I mean, every time I went to a store, it's like I'll just throw one in there, just because I that's a staple. I gotta have the chicken breast, chicken breast. Anyway, so yeah. believe me, I I'm not. I'm not. I'm not this type of vegetarian <laughs> vegan guys. I don't see your view. Piss off. You're wrong. I mean, no, I was there and are, I did it. You are touching on something that is often a quote unquote sore spot for both, uh, you know, vegans and carnivores. Like they're like, well, it's always bad for you. Now that is not 100 percent true. If you have non-processed organic, which by the way, I'm going to put a big shout out right in here 
to the Cleveland uh, soy company because they only have organically based uh, tofu. So that's boom. Cleveland tofu, awesome for you. Buy local. All right. So, <laughs> um, but there is a correlation with cheese. Again. Are we still, what are we still on? Because we switched from so, heart health to diabetes. We really still got to make our Bible oh, Did you make your final, this back in a did you finally <laughs> do the diabetes? Did you guys conclude the diabetes? Lane? So I will say, I agree that that's where diabetes can be reversed on a vegan yeah. diet, but that has no relevance to meat. All right. You guys, I think I'm going to give okay. it a yeah, shot. I, I could buy that. I mean, I'm, I'm like, going to be okay with that. Two, <laughs> let me. Hours. Before you say I know where you. Do <laughs> so you pass that Wendy's on the way home? And it's no, like, no, no, no. No, let me but tell you something. But seriously, 20 and, spicy chicken nuggets for t- five bucks? No, I'm just kidding. That's, dude, that's garbage food. <laughs> and, and, and I, you know, as soon as Gumby said this at the beginning, um, I wanted to make this point where he said like, oh, well, I, I tried it and I felt like shit. Okay. How did you try it? Like, what did you do? Like, did you just go and then just eat whatever was not me? Like, I would recommend if you do want to try being a vegan or try being a vegetarian, you you have to do some upfront research. I wouldn't do it the way I wouldn't do it the way I did it, which was, like I said, the moral compass. And I flipped the switch and I just I didn't have a plan. I just said, I'm jumping into this, not doing it anymore. So, yes, I could say that I to this day, even seven years later, eight years later, um, I still don't do it right, um, but that could be a factor because there are some people that, you know, if there is some work to it um, that you have to kind of learn about the balance of the diet. So, you know, you're very astute with what you need and how you need it and everything, and, and that's great. Just when you become a vegan, you have to do that because you are replacing something maybe that your body's had or you have to find those nutrients somewhere. So mm-hmm. I definitely say if, if you are going to – it does take a little bit of work. I, I effing hate cooking, and there is a company called Vistro. I love it. Uh, that delivers you vegan meals. So I literally, like, don't come over and say, cook me a good meal, buddy. Let me see how that tastes. No, I will not do that. I will, I, I, I will cook for you when you come over. Yeah. I, will, I, I actually enjoy it. I cooking. have more people that aren't vegan telling me, oh, you got to let me cook for you because I literally just, I get, I get uh, Vistro meals. It comes in a box. It and comes in a box, it? and it's, it, you know, I get, like, uh, shepherdless pie and, and, uh, Latin stew and uh, Ooh. country fried chicken and barbecue. And I get all these meals that are total vegan meals, but they're sent to me and I just heat them up or, or oven them up. And, and it's like a godsend. So if you have the financial means to do that, great. They give you everything you need. But if you're going to just say, I'm going to be a vegan, do some homework, do some research. Because, again, it, you might feel like complete ass because you are not doing it right. Join us for the rest of the conversation in part two.